Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hello and welcome to the Halfback Podcast. Magic Round is in the bag. We look ahead to Round 11. I'm your host, Tim Williams. Here to talk through it with us and try and find a few winners for the punters out there. One of the sharpest minds in the NRL, former Cam Raiders halfback, Sammy Williams from Racing and Sports. Sam, how are you, mate? Going well, boys. Yeah, massive weekend up there at Magic Round. There were some uh, real anomalies in the results. Uh, it wasn't an easy week for the punters, but it was um, extremely well done and a great weekend of NRL. Did you ever get a game on Magic Weekend, Sam? I did, 2019, the first one up there. It was a, uh, We played the Roosters and... We should have actually come back and drawn the game in the last minute, but Nick Kotrick thought that we were playing NFL and decided <laughs> to throw it forward about eight metres to Toots. So that was good. We were down, <laughs> down by, I reckon we were down by 20 odd points at, uh, at, after probably only 25, 30 minutes and end up losing, I think, 34, 28. But yeah, you only had to find Toots on the inside. You can YouTube it, it'll break your heart like it still breaks mine. You know what, after, I was actually at that game, so I shouldn't have asked, but after four years of it, I think I'd gotten it out of my memory. But now it's just back at the forefront of it. That was an absolute howler. Also with us to talk through round 11, he's XTB data analyst, head of analytics at KO Sports, Jimmy Hughes. James, how are you, mate? G'day, boys. Yeah, Magic Round was exceptional, wasn't it? Uh, I reckon Suncorp had to be uh, blowing uh, over on the breathalyzer there. There was a lot of uh, beers being had. It looked um, looked like Timmy had a couple I saw on, on the socials. So uh, yeah, a bit of a hangover from the weekend, mate. Mate, I'm still running at about 70%. It's been a long week, a lot of podcasting, a lot of chatting. The voice is absolutely gone on Monday, but finding a bit of form again just as the week wraps up. So all good, mate, all good. Uh, guys, <laughs> good to hear. we added to the SC Playbook WhatsApp chat. If you are on SC Playbook, subscribe. A halfback podcast thread to that one last week where we can throw any updated tips in. You know, if there's team changes that might impact our plays across the weekend or if new plays pop up, which they often do, We'll drop them in that chat. So if you do want to become an SC Playbook subscriber, go to scpaybook.com.au, head to the menu, and there's a subscribe tab there. We'll get you into the WhatsApp chat from there. Boys, let's get into our recap of Magic Round. And let's just, to call a spade a spade, there's nothing magical about it from a punting perspective. Sam, I'll start with you, mate. Your lock of the week, Broncos to win, tick. Panthers to win, tick. Sharks to win at $2.02. And the Dolphins, I'd... I said last week that I couldn't go near that game because, well, all signs pointed to the Sharkies. The Dolphins just, they know how to find something. Yeah, look, fair play to them. I stand here and completely corrected. They were, once again, they were phenomenal. They, you know, they're doing everything right. Wayne's doing everything right. It's, um, there's no grudges here against the Dolphins. I think they've been great for the league and great for the competition. Yeah, it was really good to see that one. Uh, Husey, 
I'm not going to beat around the bush either. Less said, the better. <laughs> yeah, it was a tough. It was a tough weekend, wasn't it, boys? Uh, I've definitely heard around the traps a few tipping comps of like, the, the top scorer got four tips right. So, like, yeah. I, I've got a bit of solace there, I think. But uh, yeah, it was a it was a tough weekend. Hopefully, we can just forget it and move on, mate. I suppose, Susie, when we're we're looking at particularly your your models and and you especially being around lines, the fact that essentially one, I suppose, throwing the Dolphins, two teams in the competition had home games. It, it doesn't make it easy, does it? Yeah, I mean, like honestly, I started off with a with a tough beat. Uh, I think Canberra Raiders they would have covered minus five and a half with like you know you're watching that game all day and you're seeing mm. them cover that five and a half until the dying stages where ball hits uh, whiten on the noggin and gets disallowed <laughs> and it all it was just a series of errors and kind of issues at the back end of that game that just would have just destroyed that minus uh, for anyone that followed in so yeah bad start to the week and uh it just kind of didn't didn't keep going did it mm. i mean it kept going <laughs> and uh yeah just kept losing <laughs> all right mate we'll turn things around this week uh, i did turn a a slender profit so we do have a win on the board my lock of the week was Selwyn Cobbo anytime try scorer at a dollar sixty two. Put us put me myself in the green, I should say, for the week. And we always say with these, well, I say with my lock anytime try scorers playing conservatively, trying to get the win, but feel free to double up on them or triple them. Well, old Selwyn got a hat trick, so hopefully a few people did throw for two or three tries in that one. Guys, we're exclusively using better markets for our players throughout the season this week. The SC Playbook Special. Is Val Holmes 50-plus fantasy points into a Scott Drinkwater try at $4.50 up there in Townsville. To follow along with our plays, you can find the link to any of our weekly SC Playbook multis in any of our articles at scplaybook.com.au or on the social posts that we send out. By going through those channels, it lets better know that we send you so much appreciated if you are linking up. Important to remember, though, that you win some but you lose more. For free and confidential support, call 1-800-858-858 or visit gamblinghelponline.org.au. Boys, let's get stuck into it. We time for redemption. Round eleven plays. Sam, your Brian Bevan lock of the week, sixty-five percent. Yeah, look, I'm going um, to go with uh, big Greg Marzu. He's been mentioned a few uh-huh. times, but it's usually Great. mentioned around around Kalen Ponga, and I reckon Kalen's had his fair share of detractors over the last fortnight, and, and I really think that this night side, after having the bye and, and a lot of stories about. Every man and his dog going to Bali, which turned into one person going to Bali. Um, I just reckon the Knights are up for it. I reckon there's going to be a real big performance from Kalen. And I reckon that the um, $1.76 for Marzu to, to get over the stripes are uh, pretty good value, to be perfectly honest. Hughie, I'm going to jump in before you because I have gone with big bad Greg as well. Surprise, surprise. And, <laughs> and you know what? I didn't have him as my lock. And what I've done is I've actually gone Marju into Khan Pereira in that same game because I think there's going to be just a bloodbath worth of points in that. And and like I was I sort of said to myself, no, don't do it again. You know, you did it a couple of weeks ago and the week before that. Like, don't get repetitive and boring. But every time I tried to find a lock, I couldn't find a better one than this, especially Margie. So to shake it up a little bit, I did throw in Calm Pereira. Reasons behind it. Sam mentioned a few of them, but day game, these two teams have the third and fourth worst defences in the NRL. The Titans' right edge is conceding 40% of all their tries. Left edge is 24, the foreign factor that we spoke about last week. So Marjo Zhu will be going at that edge that Sivo scored a hat-trick on last week in a losing team. Titans, they're scoring 58% of the tries down their left side. Again, that's Foran's attacking edge. 
comfortably the strongest edge in the competition in terms of the makeup for, for the individual club. So AKP into Marju at three dollars twenty is where I've gone. Husey, tell me Marju anytime try scores your lock of the week. Boys, I'm going to take Mark. No. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I've uh, thankfully changed changed it up. I'm going to go for uh, South minus seventeen and a half at a dollar ninety nine versus the Tigers. Uh, obviously, the Tigers had two wins on the trot, uh, unexpectedly to say the least. Uh, but I think obviously the Souths are killing it at the moment. They they ruined my my lock last week when I backed Melbourne against them. So. Mm. I think they're just going to have to put a clinic on here against the Tigers and um, absolutely smash them. Like my my margin, I've got them twenty four point favourites. Um, so it's yeah, it's quite large. So um, yeah, I think Souths are going to kind of bring the Tigers back down to earth. Uh, hopefully, you know, even though Souths have had a, had a bit of a tough run with some some uh, tough opponents of late. I think, you know, they come up against the Tigers and their attitude and their uh, momentum should really just send them home with this one, I'm hoping. Mm. Interesting one there, man. I, th- I think the the best part of that game is, and being a decent sort of game to target, is just that I believe it's a 3pm Saturday game. Being the day game and it's just so much more conducive to, to point scoring rather than those night games because it gets a bit colder, a bit more dew on the ball. A ball movement comes a little bit harder. So I'd love if, um, I mean, Hughes, if you can find it, happy days, not now. But uh, if anyone out there has just got any stats around points scored in day games compared to night games, because I feel like it must be a hell of a lot more. So I know when I'm doing my, my plays, I try and target to those day games, especially around any time try scores. Sam, let's go to you, mate. Your value play 25% of the bet. Yeah, I've gone to the Cronulla and Manly game. I, I really do think that there could be some points in this game. There's a couple of reasons behind that. I think Manly have, on the edges have been quite uh, poor at times, and I reckon that the Sharks have a lot of points in them. But I also reckon that the left edge of the Sharkies, there's a lot of issues there around uh, both Moylan and Talakai, and they're honestly on a different page a lot of the time. There's a player coming in, someone staying out, both coming in. They just have no uh, continuity between their defence on that edge at the moment. And it's a real concern, I think, for the Sharks going forward. They need to get this right because the way things are travelling at the moment, you, you can't expect them to get to the end of the season and the big games with that edge defending the way that they are. So I really do think that Manly are going to target that area uh, quite a bit. You're going to see Daily Cherry Evans, see a lot of football going down that path. And I reckon Turbo's got a real point to prove as well this week. There's been a lot of conjecture about his form and his body and everything that goes with it. I reckon he's going to have a real big one. And I really hope, um, you know, being back at Brookie gets the best out of Turbo this week. So, for me, I think Turbo gets a try. I think Jason Saab can get a try on the right wing. And I reckon Mulatalo can get a try on the left wing for the Sharkies. You'll get $6.25 about that. Very nice. Sam, so many question marks around Turbo. And it's a, it's a good point. Like, he will absolutely have a point to prove heading into Origin camp. And the closer we get to Origin, I get the gut feel that maybe he has a conversation with, with Freddie Fittler and, and potentially says... You know, mate, I'm not at 100%. There are some blokes absolutely knocking the door down, Cam Graham being one of them, who I think will be in the blue side. Do you see Turbo playing Origin this year or do you see him focusing on Manly and getting himself right? I really think it just depends on how his body goes in these next couple of games, to be perfectly honest. I, I think that he needs to go out there and be moving freely and getting back closer to the somewhat of 
Tom of old. I don't expect him to, to reach the heights that he was, but his body has to be able to say, I can handle this. You know, we, he went off there a couple of weeks ago with just a little pinch in the groin, I think it was. In origin, you don't have the luxury of doing that. I, I really think that it, at, if the side was being picked today, I don't think Turbo's there. But in saying that, he's still got two weeks or, or two or three weeks. Mm. So I just feel like if he can get back to his old form, you can still find a spot for him, whether that be centers or the wing. Uh, I, he's the sort of player that has performed every time for New South Wales. So I just think it comes down to his body. And, and if it's not ready, uh, Freddie won't pick him anyway. I don't think even Turbo needs to ring him and say that. Yeah, yeah. especially with the uh, the fact that he will be playing out of position. We've seen him kill it at centre in the past or if he played on the wing, but, you know, very different, especially defensively for him. A lot of questions asked if he's not at 100%. So uh, we'll see how that one goes. Husey, your value player of the week. Guys, I'm going to go for a multi uh, similar to what I generally do with the, the lines. I've got three lines in today. I've got the Penrith minus five and a half against the Chooks. So backing against my Chooks, which is uh, an interesting yeah, one. rarity, mate. Yeah, I know, I know. Uh, hopefully this one doesn't bite me in the ass because the Chooks haven't been covering very well. So hopefully this is uh, – I'm finally getting on the bandwagon against them and <laughs> this is the time. And I think, you know, that five and a half is good, right? Like it's just – it's under that six-pointer. So hopefully uh, – Penrith can do a job there. Um, I'm going to throw that into the Knights, actually. So I, I'm kind of on board with uh, Sammy's opinion there. I think the Knights are going to come out and play some good footy uh, and win that one. So that actually is an alliance. So just on the nose for the Knights. And then into Parramatta, plus four and a half versus the Raiders. Uh, so I've got that one in. Uh, Mitchie Moses is out, but I've still, still got them... Um, about it's about a pick game, so like even odds. So I'm going to be taking that plus to try and get some points, and that'll set me off at a five five dollars and thirty five cents. Very good. What what was your what did your uh, model modeling have the Knights Titans line at? You said you went Knights to win outright, but what was that your line? Yeah, so I've got the Knights a uh, four point favorite. Uh, so yeah, I'm obviously going to just take that one. Mm. So. Not too bad. Yeah, originally with my value, I was going to target the, the Knights game as well, but I didn't want to throw sort of too, too many eggs in one basket. And I think there's the overs points there is an absolute cracker because there, there'll be – neither of those sides can defend. Both of them can attack very well. Anyway, I ended up going to the Cowboys and Dragons game up in Townsville now. You know, you never feel good about going the Cowboys on their current form, but I do feel good going against the Dragons, especially making that trip up to Townsville. The Cowboys had a massive win last week. The, the, the storm at the start of the game certainly didn't hurt the uh, the style of gameplay for the Cows against the Roosters, but that could be the kick in the step that they needed at least to get over the line against the Dragons. So I think they're facing a bit there. I think the Cowboys to win into over 41.5 points scored in that game. Again, I think there'll be a lot of points and a lot of defence. Into Murray Tawalungi and Kyle Felt, the two wingers, anytime try scorers at $6. Sam, let's get on to the Steve Jacko Jackson Hail Mary of the week, 10% of our bet. Yeah, Hail Mary. I've actually gone to the Warriors game there. I actually I think that there's a little bit of value around a couple of the middles in that game. So I've gone with Tohu Harris and Adam Fanua Blake, both to score a try. Uh, the way that they move the ball back to the middle off an edge and the way they push in numbers, and I think Dylan Walker's been fantastic around this as well, uh, they do it as well as any other middle in the competition. They all they go at speed, they punch holes, and 
I think that uh, there is some vulnerabilities in the opposition this week around that centre. So $41, as you said, there's a um, bit of value in the two big fellas across the stripe. Yep. The uh, Fenua Bla- Their combination, Fenua Blake and Toru Harris, like Tor- uh, AFB keeps finding the try line and just about every time he's doing it, it's Toru Harris going to the line, a late bit of ball playing, putting him straight through. Those two are just completely on the same wavelength. So love that, love that. Husey, your Hail Mary of the Week. Uh, boys, so I'm going to change it up for my usual style and I'm going to have a, a winger weekend, I'm calling it. <laughs> oh. um, <laughs> yeah, I know, I know, I know. But uh, they all have one big thing in common, but I'll go through them first. Uh, you've got Siona Katoa for Cronulla to score a try uh, against Manly. We've got Matt Fagai to score in the Dragons North Queensland game and also Kyle Felt to score in that game uh, into Tane Milne to score for Souths against the Tigers. And essentially the reasoning behind me pulling all of those guys together, they are playing against edges that are conceding 50% of, of the tries. So... Generally, they're, they're playing against edges that aren't defending well or conceding for any what reason. So I'm going to play that stat this weekend in my Hail Mary and take that at $15. $15? Hail Mary? Yeah, I thought we were doing Hail no, Mary. Not value. <laughs> <laughs> Boys, I, I lost last week, so I'm, I'm reining it in. I'm, oh. here to, I'm here to be profitable. I'm here to be profitable. See, in my circumstances, I was sick of nailing my lock of the week, so I thought I'd just double it and add some more value to it. You just go soft. <laughs> hey, mate, if it wins, it wins. But, I mean, maybe not if it's a value or a Hail Mary, but we'll, we'll let you off the hook. We'll let you off the hook if it wins, put it that way. My Hail Mary of the week, yeah, I've, thanks, got, I've got a few anytime try scores as well. Caelan Ponga, again, we spoke about the edges before in that week, uh, right defensive edge of the Titans. KP, Sam mentioned before, point to prove, heading into origin after having... I was at the Eels Knights game a couple of weeks back, the last Knights game, and they were horrific. Ponga had a shocker. He'll absolutely get up for this game. He's playing at 450 anytime try scorer. Ponga into Josh Curran. He gets that left edge spot of Jackson Ford, who is out due to a concussion. Curran, one of the best wide running try scoring forwards in the game. Into Isaiah Tassu. If the Bunnies do put a scoreline on there, Tassu's the one in that back line that always sort of is, is the odds there. So I'll find those three in at $41.97. Husey, that's a Hail Mary, mate. Guys, over the next 12 months, estimated 60% of all fixed-rate mortgages are going to expire. Absolute madness. I've had a chat with Paddy and George from Mortgage Choice SCW about this in detail. They've told me that a lot of their clients still have a rate with a one or two in front of it. The average rate is now 5%. So what does this mean? Basically, for a lot of people, their mortgage repayments are about to increase on average by an extra 737 bucks a month. It's a lot of extra money you'd have to find in your budget. If you haven't had a look at when your fixed rate expires or if you're worried about when it does, give the experts Paddy and George a call so they can get you on the best rate possible. You'll save yourself $129 on a free consult because you're an SC Playbook listener. So mention SC Playbook when you get in contact. To do so, click them a message on Instagram at Pat and George Mortgage Choice or call 02-9521-1611. All that plus their emails, everything else uh, in the articles at scpaybook.com.au. Sam, your fixed rate uh, home loan is about to expire. Did you get onto the boys yet or not? 
Yeah, I spoke to Paddy and George for, at length. Um, then we decided to speak about the home line as well. They were fantastic. We covered everything, footy to housings to everything. So cheers, Paddy and George. They've got you back, mate. Sam, let's get stuck into your tips for this week. I can't wait for these because I thought there were some really good games to target punting-wise. Head-to-head tipping, it is a tough round. Let's start tonight. Storm versus Broncos down in Melbourne. Who do you like here? Storm $1.65, Braybridge, Broncos at $2.16. Oh, i tell you what, I'll be staying out of it from a punting perspective. <laughs> the, the, the Broncos, they've shown some a little bit of indifferent form, but once again last weekend, brilliant. They've just got very, very few holes in this team. They're all powerful young athletes and they have so much upside. That's the thing about the Broncos. The Storm, they lost last weekend. Belliate goes back and he gives them a blast and away they go. They're back at home starting to – look, I think that there's still a few more gears left in this Storm side and I really want to see the Broncos, you know, right out of their comfort zone, go down and knock off the Storm if they're to be a premiership contender. So I know the Broncos are going to play finals football, but this is as close to probably what they've had in terms of a finals game, uh, I feel. So – I'm going towards the Storm on, on the basis of that they lost last week and I think they'll be up for this one. Husey, the better I have the line at a negative three and a half here. What does your uh, data say about it? Yeah, I've got Melbourne eight-point favourites, which is quite interesting. Wow. I, like, Obviously, I would have played them in this game. Mm. Uh, oh, sorry, I would have played them in my punts this week if it wasn't for how late we were doing the, the tipping. Uh, but, yeah, I'm definitely bullish on Melbourne to bounce back from last week's loss. Yeah, so for anyone new to the Halfback podcast, I told the boys that because we, we generally record a, a first thing of a Thursday morning, uh, pending sort of work commitments and other things going on, the, obviously this week, Thursday afternoon, but just to give people more time to listen and put the plays up. We try and avoid the, the Thursday night game, but Husey, we'll, uh, we'll plug the, that one into one of your plays of the week this week, next week when we recap it. So you've got an extra chance to have a crack at it. Sam, doggies and warriors. <laughs> Friday, 6 p.m. Pretty well, not far off line ball here. Doggies $1.99, Warriors $1.81. Who do you like? Yeah, I'm going towards the Warriors. I think that they've had a very tough um, month of football. They've played some big sides. I reckon they'll be sort of fancying their chances this week. And I reckon that being back, as I said, back at home, I just, re- uh, sorry, not back at home, playing back against a side where they're, they're right in it and a bit more expectation. I actually think that the Warriors can, can go there and do a job. Panthers v Roosters, an absolute corker of a game. And you, you sort of mentioned already in that first game that I'm saying that you're going to find out where a few of these sides are at. Well, I think we're about to find out where the Roosters are at, taking on Penrith in Penrith. Uh, now, Penrith $1.45 favourites, Roosters two seventy four. The line is negative 5.5. Husey has gone hard against his Roosters tipping Penrith. Uh, how do you see it? Yeah, I think as you're right, we're going to find out a bit about both sides. And um, look... There's no excuses for the Roosters not to be up for this and, and not to be raring to go. There's every, you know, everyone's been on their back. I think they've got a lot of potential there, but they're not showing it and no bigger task than going to Penrith and knocking them off. So, uh, look, I don't mind the Roosters with the line. I think that they're going to go there with a point to prove, but whether or not they're strong enough to still knock off the Panthers, I'm not sure. But I don't mind playing around with the Roosters if you want to have a crack at them. Sam, the Roosters are interesting this year and they're obviously getting a lot of media for many different reasons, but... They just look headless at the moment. They look like they've got no direction. I think they've made some pretty poor positional changes this season around Mano and Suwali'i and a couple of others. What's your take on them? Because they've got one of the best rosters you'll ever see, but 
they haven't looked that good at all. No, they haven't. Um, I just think that there's there's so much talent there that they've got to stay solid. And I think that the Crichton and Tupanua getting them back playing bigger minutes is going to be massive for them. Uh, it'll just offer so much more punch to start the game. I think that there's still a really good side in there, but it's just not, as you said, it's just not happening at the moment. Billy Smith was good to get back. Um, he's going to provide a bit more for them as well. But, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I'm, I'm, you know, at the moment, I'm sitting here wondering what sort of, yeah, what sort of, what the ceiling is for this Roosters side. Yeah. Bunnies, Tigers, obviously a pretty one-sided affair. Hughes is gone. He's taking the Bunnies with the line. The line is 17 and a half at the moment. Uh, who do you like here, Sam? Probably more so with the line. Do you think the Tigers can continue the good form? No, Dane. I think that the Bunnies, I'm with Hughes. I'm with the Bunnies, and I think that the Bunnies, uh, we were looking to win that one. Uh, I reckon that they're just playing such good footy. They're, they're going to be very, very hard to beat. Cowboys and Dragons in Townsville. I'm hard on the Cows here. The line uh, chops and changes that bloody quickly. You've got to be sharp. It's got to be at four and a half at the moment for the Cowboys. Who do you like here? Yeah, look, I don't mind taking the four and a half with the Cowboys there. I reckon they're starting to find a little bit of form. And one of the other things is they're finding a little bit of confidence as well. Confidence is a big one. They've they've had a really good, uh, really good win back at home. I, I think that they'll win that one. Speaking of finding a bit of form, the Raids, four on the trot, mate, against the Parramatta Eels, coming off a loss to the Titans. Down in Canberra, who do you like? Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm really glad that Mitch Moses isn't playing. I think he can um, he can win the game single-handedly. Hughes, it'd be interesting to see what your your line ha- has here at Racing and Sports. We had the market. If Mitch Moses was playing, we would have had the uh, the Eels starting um, $1.60 favourites as opposed to the Raiders at $2.50. So wow. that's the sort of difference that Mitch Moses bears on that team. Uh, I don't think that's any great shock, and it was about what I expected as well, to be honest. So... Um, yeah, as I said, I'd be interested to see what you, you sort of come up with. But, yeah, look, a tough game. I reckon um, Arthur will come in and do a job. I reckon that there's a little bit of value around um, playing the left edge for the Eels because Dylan Brown will see so much footy. I think Jacob Arthur will do a, a solid job. But I don't think they're going to look to him to score the vast majority of points. So uh, I reckon there's a little bit of value around that. Hughesy, you got anything there for us, mate? Yeah, no, I, I, Mitchell Moses for me is around a three-point shift. So, yeah, he's worth about three points to the line. So it kind of washes out quite well with what you're saying there, Sammy. Sam, Knights versus Titans. Sunday afternoon, footy up in the Hunter. The Knights at $1.73, Titans 210. I'm loving what the Titans are doing. So, uh, And I find it really hard to tip against them at the moment, especially the Knights. But I do think that the Knights having the week off and, mm. and the negative publicity and being at home is going to be a real uh, a real blueprint for them to win this game. Uh, look, it's just a back-to-the-wall game where you're playing at home. Look, it could go either way, but yeah, look, I'll just go towards. I'm going to go towards the uh, the Knights. In my original uh, value play, I had the Knights to win in it, and I was just like, oh, anything could happen in this game. So yeah, but as I said, I think there's going to be a lot of points in it. Uh, moving on to the Seagulls and Sharks. Seagulls two dollar forty six outsiders at Brookvale Oval on Sunday afternoon. I think the Sharks win. 
Um, although I think they need to really fix that left-hand side defence up. I I'm actually wouldn't be sort of going too hard on the head-to-heads in this game, but I do I do like the bit of value around um, some of the try scorers, especially the manly right edge. And the Sharks can score from anywhere, so you can play a certain amount of players in that as well if you're looking for a big one. But I um yeah, I just reckon that the... Uh, the sh- the Sharks are going to be looking to, to really bounce back and make a statement. And the the Sea Eagles the same. They're back at home. They've got a real statement to prove here and um, show that that early form wasn't just a fluke. Mm. Yeah, I was going to touch on just quickly before the Knights being fresh off the bye. That's a big part of what I loved about them as well. I think that made it more impressive. And Hughes, you brought your lock undone last week with the Bunnies that they, obviously the Storm were coming off the bye uh, and for the Bunnies to go and win the way they did make a game after, you know, teams off the bye had been so good all season, it said a lot. So, uh, guys, just about wrap it up there. However, the punters head-to-head battle this week, it is the Seagulls versus Sharks contest. Christian Norden Skipness got the W last week. Bunnies head-to-head, under 15.5 total points. Storm over 9.5 points at $3. This week, Sharks to win, giving away the 3.5 start. Sharks under 33.5. Points scored, manly score over nine and a half points at $3.40. Takes on Ben Reddy. Either team wins by 10 or less. Manly 10 and a half point first half, over 28.5. Total match points at $3.10. The entry into that Instagram story will go at about 12 p.m. on Friday. Reply with your tips and the odds. Include the odds. Please include the odds. Someone in the story last week tipped the scoreline of that game, 28-12. They didn't put a winner of the game and they didn't have the odds for it. So even if they did have the winner, uh, I can't go and chase this stuff up. So make sure... I disagree. Make Tim chase. Yeah, make Tim chase. Not enough going on anyway with six podcasts a week. Sambo, let's wrap that up for the week. Uh, Thank you very much, mate. Yeah, cheers, mate. We'll go again. Let's, um, as I said, there's a bit of value around this weekend. I, I can't wait for it. I think uh, there's a few really good betting propositions. So good luck to all the punters out there. Jump on and get your tips in. Cheers, guys. Uh, Hughes has been punted from KO headquarters boardroom, so we'll let him do his thing, but thank you for tuning in and good luck this weekend.